is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I've spent a lot of time exposing and explaining how the media, the 1930s and 40s, covered up the Holocaust. Three scholars, one of whom works for Joe Biden these days, wrote extensive books Specifically about how the New York Times betrayed the Jews. It's the title of one of them. It took a long time, but in 2001, Max Frankel, the retired, I believe, managing editor of the New York Times, wrote a piece apologizing for their grave error. And during my 21 years on radio, I pointed out time and time and time again how the media in America reports lies about the state of Israel. And you can see today how they're quick to embrace Hamas talking points. Whether it's the hospital, whether it's casualties, whatever it is. One of the worst violators of the truth one of the worst propagandist operations in America is CNN. And shame on the media that uses Media Matters as a source for news. Media Matters that has been supported by George Soros, who's a notorious opponent of the state of Israel, notorious, whose nonprofit organizations have links to front groups that have links to terrorist organizations. There was a piece, I believe, in the New York Post about that recently. But don't you dare mention that. Because George Soros 
was in the Holocaust. And don't you dare mention anything about George Soros. But we just witnessed and are witnessing the worst atrocity since the Holocaust against Jews in Israel. It's not my fault that he's funding these front groups. But CNN is one of the worst. Wolf Blitzer is one of the worst. Jake Tapper is one of the worst. But they're not alone. There's a whole conga line. Same with MSNBC, which is the worst of the worst. Now, I want you to listen to this. All three minutes of it. Because I have to waste my time on this. Because I will not allow me or anybody that supports the state of Israel and the survival of the Jewish people to be intimidated. Intimidated by a corrupt, poisonous, propagandist operation like CNN. This is from yesterday, I believe. Go. I want you to listen to Wolf Blitzer. To Hakeem Jeffries. On CNN yesterday, Wolf Blitzer, as I understand it, his parents weren't victims in one way or another of the Holocaust, but certainly his family comes out of that background. But you wouldn't know it, because the ideology of the left is very attractive, it's very compelling, particularly if you're in media. Wolf Blitzer, cut two with Hakeem Jeffries. Go. A senior Hamas official that it claims was the leader in the October 7th terrorist so let's attack. Stop. A senior Hamas official that it claims, meaning Israel claims, was a leader in October 7th attack. You've seen his picture. You know his background. You know his connections. What do you mean that Israel or it claims? What do you mean it claims? Was Himmler part of the senior level of Nazis, or is that just a claim? But here we go. Go ahead. We don't yet know how many civilians were killed in today's strike on that refugee camp, but uh, is taking out one of the It wasn't a strike on a refugee camp. If they wanted to strike the refugee camp, you'd see more than one location where the missile hit. It wasn't a strike on refugees. One of the top commanders of what happened on October 7th, one of the leading subhuman Nazis, was there in the refugee camp. So you can't beg him to leave. Please leave so we can kill you. You got to go get him. And Israel has explained again and again and again and again that even an old man like Wolf Blitzer who has a hearing problem... And an IQ problem should be able to comprehend this. That there are underground tunnels. Wow, there are? Yes, there are. Like spaghetti. Under Gaza. And so when you drop a bomb or shoot a missile and hit a location, often they cave in. Not always, but they cave in. Why? Because the infrastructure doesn't exist any longer. That is the ground. They're tunnels. Tunnels mean there's space. There's space underground. So if something dramatic happens at the surface, 
it can blow through the surface surface into the ground. And Wolf Blitzer's been on TV a long time, and he knows that. But he doesn't care. All right, that was about three minutes. That was about three all the context. And you would think Wolf Blitzer would have more compassion about this, the greatest atrocities committed against the Jews since the Holocaust, and the Jews fighting back, trying to take out one of the commanders, one of the top Hamas Nazis. And even Hakeem Jeffries didn't bite the hook. They have a right to defend themselves. He didn't even bite the hook. Blitzer, in his question, is soliciting condemnation of Israel and Israeli forces. That's what he was doing. I'm defending Israel, the Jewish state. I'm defending Israel. One of the senior commanders responsible for the atrocities that took place. Babies put in ovens. Babies decapitated. Women raped. You don't need to hear it all. You know it all. You've seen it all. And so they have a commander in their sights. They weren't attacking a refugee camp. They didn't say, oh, there's a refugee camp. Let's attack it. But listening to this, you wouldn't know it. I want you to listen to this part again. Because what happens is Media Matters is recording this program. Hanging on every syllable. And what they do is they'll take a word, a sentence, they'll turn it into a pretzel. Because they will try and create a narrative. And their fellow... Slime balls will pick up on it. Like Mediaite. Like the Daily Beast. These are all reprobates. These are all non-entities. But they're desperately trying to get their pretzel, their twist, their spin into the mainstream media. Let me explain what I mean. Mr. Producer, stop at the top and stop when I tell you to stop. Go. I want you to listen to Wolf Blitzer. To Hakeem Jeffries. On CNN yesterday, Wolf Blitzer, as I understand it, his parents weren't victims in one way or another of the Holocaust. But certainly his family comes out of that background. Stop. Media Matters says, the Daily Beast and media regurgitate that that comment suggests anti-Semitism. Start at the top again, Mr. Producer. Go. I want you to listen to Wolf Blitzer, to Hakeem Jeffries, on CNN yesterday. Wolf Blitzer, as I understand it, his parents weren't victims in one way or another of the Holocaust, but certainly his family comes out of that background. But you wouldn't know it. So what does that mean? Let's start at the beginning. His parents, they say, weren't victims in one way or another. Let's stop for a second. When I take a breath when I'm saying something and I'm passionate, I take a breath. 
Now, you can hear that to say weren't if you're really listening and you want it to say weren't and so forth. Or you can hear it to say weren't. I barely even remember saying it. So we've played it. We've upped the audio. You can twist it to say weren't. But obviously, why would I say his parents weren't, weren't, in one way or another, victims in the Holocaust? How can that even be logical? Why would I say somebody's parents were or were not victims of the Holocaust? If they weren't victims of the Holocaust, why would I say his parents weren't victims of the Holocaust? Or why would I intentionally say that? I didn't. I didn't. In the second sentence, but certainly his family comes out of that background, clarifies exactly what I'm talking about. So they take that and they say, Levin denies that Wolf Blitzer's parents were in the Holocaust, which I've since looked up, and they were at Auschwitz. And his grandparents were killed there. Which is a horrible, horrible thing. In fact, some of the people who've been taken back into Gaza were Holocaust survivors in Israel. Some of the people murdered were Holocaust survivors. And of course, my point is, you have a background like that? And you, and you ask Hakim, question, uh, Hakim Jeffries a question like this? It's shocking to me, especially as a Jew. It is shocking to me. And so that now, ladies and gentlemen, causes CNN, which was contacted by, I think, the Daily Beast, another leftist Marxist operation. And here's what CNN said. Quote, and by the way, it's anonymous. We don't even know who at CNN said it. Mark Levin's comments about Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper were wildly uninformed, inappropriate, and shameful. The spokesperson told the Daily Beast. Wolf is the child of Holocaust survivors, and all four of his grandparents were murdered during the Holocaust. A fact that Wolf has personally reported on through a special documentary, Trips to Auschwitz, Written Reflections, and Decades of Public Speaking on the Holocaust, Education, and Awareness. Levin's anti-Semitic rhetoric is dangerous, offensive, and should be universally denounced. My anti-Semitic rhetoric? This is why I despise these people, and you should too. They think they're going to intimidate me? They think they're going to silence me? In that entire clip, Mr. Producer, who's defending Israel? Me. In that entire clip, who's defending the IDF taking out the Islamo-Nazi commander. Is it Wolf Blitzer? No, he's questioning it. It's me. I am. Even Hakeem Jeffries wasn't buying it. And that's the point. And there are self-hating Jews, as there are self-hating Catholics and Protestants and Americans and so forth. Books have been written about the Sulzberger family in the New York Times. They're embarrassed by their faith. Embarrassed. And one of the arguments is that's why they covered up the Holocaust. But I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here 
Wolf Blitzer, Jake Tapper, Ernie Grabatsky, I don't care. While the state of Israel is fighting for its survival, and you get a dumbass question like this, which is intended to provoke criticism. Criticism, fine. But for taking out a commander of Hamas, no way. The anti-Semites are at Media Matters. They're connected to Soros. The anti-Semites are at CNN, one of the most pro-Hamas media outlets in the country. And the anti-Semites are at Mediate. That spends more time attacking Trump than it does Hamas. That's it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new gold IRA company integrity checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals. So the media in the 1930s and 40s, the New York Times, and they all quit all of it, covers up the Holocaust. Not until 1944, the American people are aware of what's actually taking place. The extermination of the European Jews, six million of them. Gas to death, pushing it ovens, mass graves, slave labor camps, on and on and on. I didn't cover it up. I didn't excuse it. They did. The media did. The American anti-Semitic, America-hating media covered it up. And they're doing their damnest today, other than Fox and a few conservative outlets, to expose exactly what's taken place with these atrocities today. Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new gold IRA company integrity checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals. Mark Levin. 
the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. By the way, as a side note, I will be monitoring CNN and these other reprobates and these outlets like never before. And it was the president of Israel, Herzog, very moderate politically, who condemned CNN's coverage of the war and condemned other media coverage of the war. He didn't condemn me because the media coverage is par for the course. Horrendous. Absolutely disgusting. Including the individuals that I have named. And there's many more. But now I want to bring you a good man. Tim Scott. Senator Tim Scott. He's running for president. I watched his speech at the Republican Jewish Conference. And by the way, I didn't see Jake Tapper or Wolf Blitzer at that conference. I didn't see anyone from Media Matters or Mediaite at that conference. It's the biggest conference of Jewish Republicans annually every year. And full-throated support, full-throated support for the state of Israel. And one of the great speeches was given by Senator Tim Scott. How are you, my friend? Marcus, always good to be on the air with you. And let me just thank you and your listeners for helping me qualify for the debate stage. You said go to VoteTimScott.com. They went to VoteTimScott.com. And as a result of going to VoteTimScott.com, we are on the stage because of people like you. Thank you and your supporters for helping me keep the loudest mouth on the stage in support of Israel, in support of the Jewish community, and frankly, in support of common sense and humanity. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Senator, and you earned it uh, because uh, you need to be on that stage. You're a very important voice. And um, let me ask you this. There's a lot of information that Biden and Blinken and that administration is putting enormous pressure, almost to the point of threats, on Netanyahu and his government to have what they call a humanitarian what do they call it? A humanitarian cease or whatever? Pause. Yeah, a humanitarian it, 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 pause. And they're insisting in specific that they allow fuel to go into Gaza, which the Hamas terrorists always steal from the people and use to shoot rockets. What do you make of this kind of pressure from Biden? It is unbelievable, but it's consistent with what I said at the RJC that President Biden speaks with a forked tongue. In the daytime, he is all about supporting Israel. And in the evening time, when the night starts and you can't see what he's doing, he supports a ceasefire. Let me just define a ceasefire for all of us to get on the same page. A ceasefire, Mark, is nothing more than an opportunity for Hamas to reload. If they were concerned about the Palestinians living in Hamas, They would tell them to leave. Do they say that, Mark? Of course not. Why? Because they want human shields. As a matter of fact, they've said in their own way that they are a nation of martyrs. Martyrs are willing to die for the cause. What is their cause? Genocide. Would you give a group of people willing to die for the cause of Jewish genocide time to reload? No. I've never heard of anything like this. It's really amazing. Uh, we, 
Not in a single one of our wars have we ever done that. You fight a war to win and you try and get it over with as fast as you can. Unfortunately, there are civilian casualties. I don't know of a single war where there weren't. In fact, some wars civilians were focused on. They were the target, including World War II. So I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it is that they expect the, the, uh, the Israelis to do here, but I'm concerned, Senator, that the pressure is so strong. It's all over the radical left media. It's all over the Middle East. They're going public with it. Blinken's going back. That I'm concerned that they are threatening to slow walk or reduce support for Israel, whether in weapons or in funds to purchase weapons, if Israel doesn't comply well, I got to tell you, Mark, that's a, that's, it's a terrible strategy for peace. It's a terrible strategy for Israel. And let's not go back to World War II. Let's go to October the 7th. The target in Israel was a target of civilians. They didn't target bases. They targeted civilians. On October the 7th, it was the beginning of Jewish genocide led by Hamas. That has to be called evil, and you have to wipe Hamas off the map. In order to achieve that goal, we have to do what Prime Minister Netanyahu said earlier. He has to have free reign to go in, finish this war. It is the most humane thing to do is allow Israel to achieve their objective as quickly as possible, as effectively as possible, and by doing so, you'll save as many lives as possible. Any delay only creates more human suffering on both sides of the border, but most importantly, the only responsible response to an attempt at Jewish genocide, the only responsible response to terrorism is to wipe the evil off the map. And if you listen to the words of Hamas themselves, they say they will report, repeat October the 7th over and over and over and over until they achieve the objective of the elimination of the Jewish state. And then they must turn their sights to America because there are 6 million Jews here. So let us not forget that their objective isn't simply the elimination of Israel. It's the elimination of Jews. That means they must come to America. And if we don't stand with Israel now, who will stand with us later? Senator, what do you make of a reporter or reporters who uh, Israel takes out one of the commanders of the atrocities that took place, the worst atrocities since the Holocaust, where babies were put in ovens, where people were decapitated and on and on and on, these horrors, reporter, reporters, or a network, a so-called news network, they raise questions about Israel taking out one of the commanders of this atrocity and say, well, was it worth it, given the number of civilians who died? And we don't even know, he says, how many civilians died, but was it worth it? What kind of a question is that, Senator? You know, it's one that we should not even try to answer. Here's what we know. Immediately after the hospital situation, I'm only calling the bombing because they hit a parking lot, not even the hospital. That's right. The national media, they were so upset that they could not blame Israel for that attack. That what did they do? They literally refused to walk back their comments. What did Tlaib do? She kept the Palestinian flag flying. And she kept the tweet up. There is a really important war that is the mis 
information war, Mark, that it can be more deadly than the October the 7th attack. If we watch this cancer in the media spread, we could see more human carnage, more death, more suffering as a result of the misinformation campaign. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm hoping that it's a misinformation war that's not on purpose, because it seems to me that there are forces that are extensions of the Hamas propaganda machine in our country. And I will tell you that is disgusting. Mm -hmm. There are. They're in our colleges and universities. They're in our media. And they happen to be in the Democrat Party. Just three obvious examples, AOC, Tlaib, and Omar. It's amazing. And, and it's amazing, Senator, that the media forever has promoted all three of these people. All three of them. They have helped make the squad one of the, most, one of the better known forces on the radical left. They were crafted and created in the image of national media. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you another question um, about this debate coming up and so forth. I was listening to... Um, all the speeches at the Republican Jewish Conference. But one of them was different than the rest in this sense. Ramaswamy. He talks about an iron dome of diplomacy. When he called me a couple of months ago, because I thought his comments about Israel were outrageous, he said that he wants the cultures in the Middle East to assimilate one among many. And we should get out of there, and that should be the goal. Is this guy drinking something? What the hell is he talking about? I have now no longer understand the definition of assimilation. And here's yeah, exactly. Mark, I, it, it, it's devastating to hear the iron dome of democracy. Can, can, here's what I meant of diplomacy. Of diplomacy. diplomacy? Here, yeah. Here's the thing that we must understand. There are 400 million people surrounding the nation of Israel. Somewhere between... Eight and 11 percent of those folks would like to see, at the, at the minimum, see Israel eliminated. When you, when you see the latest poll, I saw this recently, there's a poll from Lebanese, from Lebanon, where it was published recently. Eighty percent of the Lebanese respondents supported Hamas's October 7th attack. Mm-hmm. How do you assimilate? You don't. How do you acclimate? How do you not insulate and defend yourself with the most advanced technologies available on the planet to protect your citizens, to protect your wives, your mothers, even your mother-in-laws? You've got to protect them all. That is unconscionable for us to find ourselves in a situation where we're telling 9 million people to assimilate to the will and the whims of 400 million it's, it's idiotic. Let me ask you one more question. I know you got to go. And it's this. The House Republicans have proposed a straight-up bill, you know, like bills used to be without all the Christmas ornaments on the tree there. And they said, all right, let's get whatever. It's $14.5 billion to the state of Israel as quickly as, quickly as we can. Let's take it out of this preposterous effort by the Democrats and the Biden administration and, unfortunately, some Senate Republicans to fund 87,000 new IRS agents. We're in the middle of a war. They're in the middle of a war. 
Uh, we have our own issues that we have to deal with here. Nobody wants more IRS agents. That's not top of the line, except the Democrats and Biden and the media and Biden. Biden says he's going to veto it. The media agrees with him 100 percent. And then they use the Biden spin, which is the Republicans are playing games. Who's playing games around here, Senator? Well, Mark, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Bottom line is a very simple bottom line. It is the media and the Biden administration that wants to backpedal away from 100 percent clear support of Israel. Here's the fastest path to standing shoulder to shoulder with no daylight with Israel. Pass a standalone bill supporting Israel. Nothing else. No distractions. And why not pay for it with the resources from an agency that every American that I know doesn't like? The Mm -hmm. IRS, 87,000 enforcement agents, costing the taxpayers $42 billion to pay for people to spy on their accounts. How, where does that make sense? It must be an alternate universe where Mark Levin and Tim Scott simply don't exist. Because we can't imagine a better plan than to support Israel and to support American small businesses with fewer investigations. And don't think that because you're an American taxpayer, you're a tax cheat. That's exactly what the far left wants us to believe about small business. But this is not about small business. This is simply about can we not support Israel with a standalone package where there's overwhelming support on the left, overwhelming support on the right, overwhelming support in the House, overwhelming support in the Senate, The president of the United States is afraid of his radical left. He's afraid of the anti-Semites in his own party. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. I think you're right, Senator. Senator. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I've come to really like Tim Scott. I've gotten to know him. He is, as he sounds, a straight-up guy, solid conservative man of faith. And if people want to help you, Senator, where do they go? They can chip in at votetimscott.com, votetimscott.com. Mark, thank you for standing for truth. Thank you for calling out the radical media. I grew up in a day where the Mark Levins of this world were the men who carried common sense in their heads and compassion in their hearts, but they had a fierceness about standing for right. They had a fierceness about standing for justice. I want to be that kind of American. Every American should be celebrating not just your story, but our story. The story of America is standing up against hate and not supporting it like we're seeing on the radical left. Thank you, Mark. God bless you, sir. You You be safe out there, and we look forward to hearing more from you. You take care of yourself, Tim. God bless you, sir. You too. Good man. By the way, uh, anybody out there, if you have any recording of CNN ever calling Talib an anti-Semite, can you send it to us? If you have a recording of CNN ever calling Omar an anti-Semite, would you send that to us? If you have a recording of CNN calling AOC an anti-Semite, would you send that to us? We'd love to have it. Oh, man. They picked at the scab, and they picked the wrong scab, America. I'll be right back. 
Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new gold IRA company integrity checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals. CNN, hello. Oh, my goodness. Media Matters, Soros. Republicans need to investigate that entire operation. And media, other than me mentioning you, nobody even knows who you are. So there we are. You know, right when October 7th happened a few days later, CNN had a reporter at a press conference with the president of Israel, Herzog. And she basically accused Israel of committing war crimes. Because CNN is filled with Hamas supporting frauds. Some of them doing wittingly, some of it unwittingly. MSNBC, most of them wittingly. And so they're filled with anti-Semites. They're filled with mouthpieces for Hamas. They use Hamas's statistics. They get caught, especially by somebody like me, and they don't like it. But I'm going to ramp it up, baby, and everybody that works for me is going to do exactly the same thing. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Well, our reprobates in the media, the Hamas propagandists, remember October 12th, five days after the worst atrocities against Jews since the Holocaust, fresh in our memories, fresh in Israel memories. CNN has a reporter named Becky Anderson. And the president of Israel, Herzog, very moderate person, he's taking questions. Five days after these atrocities, 
And here's what the CNN representative had to say. Go. Becky Anderson from CNN. The collective punishment of a civilian population amounts to a war crime under international law. Uh, the U.S. has warned Israel to uphold laws of war. But I just answered, Becky, you haven't heard probably their reply to ITV. And I'm quite disappointed that that's what you're asking instantaneously. Haven't you seen? You've seen. You're all there. You were all there. You've seen. So now we're starting with the rhetoric about uh, 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 war crimes. Really? Truly? Truly? With respect, what do you mean? With respect, Truly? You see, I just said that Israel abides by international law, operates by international law. Every operation is secured and covered and reviewed legally. With all due respect, I truly believe that this comes totally out of context. That's CNN. Becky Anderson, Jake Tapper, Wolf Blitzer. That's CNN. That's their attitude. That's their mindset. And they run with figures from the Hamas health services or the Hamas Red Crescent. And they regurgitate the Biden administration's talking points, whether it's Biden or Blinken or Sullivan or the other stooges. And what is that? What is it? needs to be a humanitarian ceasefire. A ceasefire. Israel now has Gaza City surrounded. A ceasefire? Why would Israel do that? I thought the goal was to obliterate Hamas. I thought the goal was to free the Palestinian people from Hamas. What happened? Not at CNN. CNN's worried. That... Hamas needs to survive. Now, why do I say that? Because you can't win a war under the terms that Biden and CNN are insisting on. And so many of these CNN reporters, well, they're Democrats who work for Democrats. And that's why they're on CNN. Here's Speaker Mike Johnson at a press conference today. Cut three, Mr. Producer. Cut three. Go. And now, as Israel begins the next phase of its war... It's been kind of disturbing to us. I've heard Democrats uh, suggest that there needs to be a ceasefire. Let us be clear. We've been very clear about this. There was a ceasefire. It was before October 7th, and Hamas broke it, and Israelis suffered unspeakable acts of evil, as you've heard even recounted here this morning. Israel doesn't need a ceasefire. It needs its allies to cease with the politics and deliver support now. And that's what we're doing. House Republicans plan to do that. We're going to do it in short order, and it provides... Israel, the aid it needs to defend itself, free its hostages, and eradicate Hamas, which is a mission that must be accomplished. All of this, all of this, while we also work to ensure responsible spending and reduce the size of the federal government to pay for that commitment to our friend and ally. We cannot waste any time getting Israel the aid it needs. We're going to work on that. Now, this man has been character assassinated by Hakeem Jeffries and the Democrats in Congress and the Democrats in the media, relentlessly. He's a good man. He's a man of faith. He's a Christian man. He's a man who loves this country. He's told me he's been to Israel many times. I met him at that conference I just told you about in Las Vegas. I didn't see him. He came up to me, could not have been 
kinder? Now, listen to the difference. Here's Dick Durbin on CNN today. Dick Durbin on CNN. Why is he on CNN? Because they want to give voice to the Biden administration's appeasement. The Biden administration does not want Israel to win. The Biden administration is still funding Iran. Still funding Hamas. Still funding the Palestinian terrorists under the PA. Still funding them. You know, people say, well, we gave Israel $3.4 billion. And they're an ally, and they use that money to develop weapons systems, and any technology they develop, which is quite significant, they share with the United States. But compare that $3.4 billion to $70 billion that Iran has received recently as a result of Biden refusing to enforce the sanctions. And here's Dick Durbin. Now, I want you to think about this. This is one of the leading Democrats in the in the United States Senate, in the country. And Poppy Harlow, also of CNN, right, Mr. Producer? Listen to this. Listen to this tough, tough question. Cut four, go. Is a ceasefire needed now? Is a ceasefire needed now? Why isn't she the press secretary for Biden? What kind of a question is that? Now, you and I both know it's a statement with a question mark at the end of it. She is soliciting, like Wolf Blitzer did, with uh, Hakeem Jeffries in the clip that I paid for you at the top of the first hour. She's soliciting a response that she wants. She wants a ceasefire. Humanitarian ceasefire, mind you. She is giving aid and comfort to the enemy, just as Wolf Blitzer did. And what does Durbin say? Go. Is a ceasefire needed now? I think it is, at least uh, under uh, in the context of both sides agreeing. For example, the release of those who have been kidnapped should be part of this immediate release. Uh, that should be the beginning of it. Isn't it uh, interesting? Isn't it interesting when it came to Americans left behind in Afghanistan? Did you see this kind of focused interest in getting them out of Afghanistan? They don't even talk about it anymore. Hundreds of Americans, by last report, I think, were left behind in Afghanistan. Where are they? What's happened? They don't matter anymore. On to the next. And what about the $6 billion that Biden directed the South Koreans to release to the Iranians? Well, it's here, it's there. The Iranians know what it is, and they know what they want. If it was so hard to get then they wouldn't have made the deal in the first place. He paid $6 billion for five hostages. We don't do that. But we did. And Biden takes no responsibility for funding Iran, meaning funding Hamas, takes no responsibility for enticing the enemy, the Hamas terrorists, to kidnap individuals because they know they'll get something from Biden for it. Not a missile up the ass, but something else. Go ahead. It should be made to engage in conversation between the Israelis and the Palestinians. Well, that's, uh, what does he mean, conversation between the Israelis and the Palestinians? Which Palestinians? The people who control Gaza are Hamas. 
Did this man say, did he mean that Israel should engage in negotiations with Hamas? Who does he mean? Did we engage in negotiations with Al-Qaeda? What kind of insanity is this? But Poppy Harlow is, I'm sure, very pleased with the response. Go ahead. This has gone on for decades. Uh, Whatever the rationale from the beginning, it has now reached an intolerable level. Uh, We need to have a resolution in the Middle East that gives some promise for the future. This is how stupid gets elected to the Senate. It's been going on and on. We need to have a resolution in the Middle East that gives some promise. What he means is a two-state final solution for Israel. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? The Israelis gave the Gaza Strip to the Palestinians. It wasn't Palestinian by any stretch of any imagination. It was Egyptian. And they remove every single Jew from the Gaza Strip. 2005, Fatah is in charge. The people, the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, elect Hamas, a known terrorist organization, to lead their government. But apparently they have no role in it at all, other than they voted for them, put them in office. So now, the Israelis shouldn't defeat, listen, listen to what Durbin said. And now they need to split hairs and turn things into pretzels. Listen to what he said. There needs to be a conversation with the Israelis and the Palestinians. There needs to be a ceasefire. However this war began, however, whatever the circumstances, we have to have a resolution in the Middle East that gives some promise for the future. A two-state solution? No. That was always preposterous, and now it's even more preposterous. And by the way, this is why they hate yours truly. This is why they hate Netanyahu. This is why they hate Trump. Because we will not, and not just us, anybody who stands up against this insanity, we will not tolerate the dissolution of our country or the dissolution of our ally. That is, you and me. We will not tolerate it. The others, they're fine. Every experiment they try has failed. Their biggest experiment, building up Iran, knocking down Israel, creating this this phony balance. So you have this balance, mutual assured destruction, and that will force the parties to get together, force the parties to work together. This is the insanity. And by the way, great, great life, liberty, and Levin's on Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. We want Wolf Blitzer to watch especially. We want to help educate him. But we want you all to watch. And I have Michael Duran on. Many of you don't know who he is, but he's very, very uh, intelligent, a scholar on these matters. And he's the one who started writing about the so-called realignment. But I've expanded it. It's not just a realignment in the Middle East. It's a realignment period where the United States needs to be knocked down. China can be built up. Russia and others, even Russia. Despite what people say, even in conservative media, Biden's not giving the Ukrainians weapons to win. He's giving them weapons to fight. To fight. And just so you folks know, 
The ambassador to the United Nations from Russia announced in the last 24 hours that Israel does not have the right to defend itself because Israel's illegitimate and it's on occupied territory. So they've thrown in completely with the terrorists. Why? Because they see Biden's weak. Why? Because they know this balance theory coming out of the ivory towers of stupidity with Blinken and Malley and Sullivan. But all Obama. All Obama. So Dick Durbin now wants a ceasefire. Now that the Israelis have lost IDF soldiers, and these IDF soldiers, many of them are citizen soldiers. They've lost several dozen of them now. They're surrounding Gaza City. All the effort, all the resources, all the blood. And this senator, sitting on his fat ass in Washington, D.C., in his office, is asked by Poppy Harlow. I guess we're supposed to take her seriously. It's not her nickname, it's her name. Is a ceasefire needed now? Well, of course, the Israelis are going to win. They can't win. We can't have that. I want to read something to you. Let me tell you why Biden wants a ceasefire and why Biden's being pressured and Biden is pressuring the Israelis, and there must never be a ceasefire. This is posted by Ryland Givens on X. Or Raylan. Israeli news reports just now, the leaders of Hamas and Gaza are in total panic mode. They realized all their defenses have crumbled around Gaza City, and they're begging for help. They're surrounded. That is why Hania, that is the head of the uh, Islamo-Nazis, rushed to Iran to ask them to push Hezbollah to a war with Israel to help save them. More from Ynet Alerts report, Iran failed to fully grasp the force of IDF ground assault in Gaza due to deceptive Israeli moves. Tehran now understands the situation in Gaza is graver than initially estimated. Regime pressing Hezbollah to intensify attacks on Israel. While Biden's telling the Israelis to back off for humanitarian reasons. Well, let me say this. If Israel backs off... It's not for humanitarian reasons, because more of their soldiers will die, more of their civilians will die. No ceasefire until it's done. And Biden is basically threatening the Israeli government. Threatening them, holding aid over their head, sending Blinken over there again. That's what's going on. You know what's interesting, Mr. Producer? I was the first to point this out. Remember I said Biden is lying? Behind the scenes, he's pressuring Israel. Remember I posted that on the internet early on. Came behind this microphone, said the same thing. He's lying. He's saying one thing now, and he's saying another thing to them. And that's what he's doing. And you know who's watching this? The Iranians, Hezbollah, all the, uh, you know, all those in the Middle East, and as well as the Chinese and the Russians. What will Israel do? Will they buckle? And Biden is showing to the entire world that his commander-in-chief, the United States, will buckle. Not you and me, but him. And he'll have full-throated support from the Hamas-supporting media. Be right back. Mark Lovin. I 
I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans. About a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this noble cause. And you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit puretalk.com slash Levin, puretalk.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and switch to Pure Talk today in less than 10 minutes. It's the right move, and it's the American way. Let me see if I can put all this in some context uh, to explain how uh, well, how worrisome all this is. The longer the war goes on between Israel and Hamas, the stronger our enemies get. And I'm talking about China and Russia. The more they see division here in our media, the more they see division in our country. They watch what's going on in our streets, in our colleges. And the more this war goes on, rather than saying to Israel, we want you to finish them off as fast as possible before Hezbollah gets in, and so forth and so on. And let us be as clear as we can, at least me. None of this would be happening without Iran. None of it. None of this would be happening but for the fact that the Biden regime with the Obama sycophants rearmed Iran. And they're putting pressure not on Iran because they have no pressure points left to put on Iran. They're putting pressure on Israel, the victim. Israel's fighting not just in the region, but it's fighting to protect us from China and Russia. I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans. About a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation. And Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this noble cause. And you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N, and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit puretalk.com slash Levin, puretalk.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and switch to Pure Talk today in less than 10 minutes. It's the right move, and it's the American way. Don't ask him for middle ground. There is no middle ground. Talk with Mark Levin now at 877-381-3811. Let me expand slightly on what I was saying uh, before the, the break at the bottom of the hour. China has effectively entered this war on the side of Iran. They've now a 10-year 
arrangement between the two of them, because Iran is providing China with infinite amounts of oil, thanks to the Biden regime lifting sanctions. And one of the reasons the Biden regime doesn't want to lift sanctions now is they don't want to upset communist China. Just think about all this. Russia has announced today that it fully supports all the terrorists, including Iran and Syria, because they're in an alliance with China. Biden has driven China and Russia, historically enemies, together in an alliance. And Russia which at least used to have a relationship with the Israeli government, has thrown in with Hamas, Hezbollah, but mostly Iran and Syria. It wasn't until Obama was president that Russia got involved in the Middle East. Nixon chased them out. Obama, by his own appeasement, invited them in. And they're there. Think about this. Excuse me. So the longer it takes for Israel to defeat Hamas, the more China, Russia, are going to get involved and expand their influence in the Middle East. And the more these so-called moderate Arab regimes are going to look around and say, you know what, Biden and America cannot be trusted. Look. They're a declining, weak power. They're looking at Israel, not that they support Israel in the least, but they're looking at Israel and say, wow, they've surrounded the Gaza, the city of Gaza and the Gaza Strip. And the Democrats, Biden, Blinken, their media, are all demanding that Israel stop. That Israel stop and provide, quote unquote, humanitarian aid. They're looking at that, these regimes that imprison Muslims, these regimes that assassinate any competition. These regimes who slaughter tens of thousands before breakfast. They look at Israel and say, well, that's a tough little country. Little Satan's a tough little country, but big Satan, not so much under Biden. Yes, under Trump, not under Biden. My concern here is that we back into World War III. By failing to do what needs to be done, and aggressively so. There's going to be a point at which China's relationship with Iran will become a substantial military relationship. Then what do we do? Where Russia's relationship with Iran becomes a substantial military relationship. Then it'll be much more difficult to hit actual targets in Iran. Now is the time to act. I don't mean a full-scale war. I mean, hammer the bastards when they need to be hammered. Tell Israel, go for it. Be done with it. But here's the problem. Joe Biden, bottom line, is a political hack. They're getting calls from Michigan, where there's a substantial Muslim population, for instance, Dearborn. The Democrats are getting nervous. They're looking at polls where, among American Arabs... Their numbers are sinking. And so Joe Biden's looking for ways, his Secretary of State, National Security Advisor, his political team, 
to look balanced. Balanced. So if we can pressure Israel to slow down a humanitarian ceasefire, you know what they're really thinking? You ready? You've heard it here first. They don't want a short ceasefire. They want a permanent ceasefire, which is what always happens. I just read something to you from the Israeli media. They're obviously listening in on conversations. The leadership of Hamas is panicking. They're surrounded. Gaza City surrounded. The Israeli military strategy apparently was quite brilliant. Unlike the Russians in Ukraine, they didn't just, hey, come on, boys, let's, let's pour our way in there. And they got hammered. Israelis said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to bomb the hell out of these sites, these military sites where we think Hamas is and the, weapon, and the weapons are. Maybe we can get 80% of them. And no, we're not going to just go in there and flood in there like we did at one point in Lebanon and go street to street and that sort of thing. No, we're going to go square acre by square acre by square acre, focus all our attention on that acre, then the next acre, then the next acre, and so forth and so on. We're going to blow them out. And now Hamas, their leadership has gone to Iran. They're begging for Hezbollah to get in. Now the so-called leader of Hezbollah has a speech to make tomorrow. My guess is it's going to be a warlike speech. Either threats or actual actions. And it's not getting the coverage it deserves, but there's already a sort of a quasi-war going on on the northern border with Hezbollah. There's a heavy exchange of artillery. Heavy exchange of artillery. So if you're Israel, you want to take care of Hamas as fast as you can. But if you're Joe Biden... You don't do what's rational and logical, whether it's domestic, whether it's the border, whether it's war, and say, okay, you guys, you need to mop this up. You need to blow these guys out as fast as you can. We need to send messages to our enemies, as well as we need to deal with Iran. We're going to cut the oil off. We're going to do whatever we have to do. And Hezbollah, we don't have these two fleets, massive fleets sitting there. So our sailors just sitting there picking their noses. That's not why they're there. We've got big guns. Do we want to use them? Uh, we might. We might not. It depends what you do. We have options. But the longer this goes on, the fewer options we have. That's the truth. Two-state solution. They're in the middle of a war, for God's sakes. Middle of a war. We could have ended our civil war. Could have negotiated a two-state solution, as one caller, Bill, once put it. We wouldn't have had all the casualties. But we had all the casualties. We had 50,000 citizens died during, during the civil war. 50,000. Not to be outdone, of course, Joe Biden. Each year that goes by, we lose 100,000 citizens due to his open border policies, fentanyl, and all other kinds of Horrible things going on, and he doesn't blink twice. He's worried about humanitarian aid, a humanitarian ceasefire. How about a humanitarian wall? How about a humanitarian enforcement of our immigration laws? How about a humanitarian support for our local cops? How about a humanitarian support for more prisons? 
I got all kinds of great humanitarian ideas. Truth is, he doesn't give a damn about the Palestinians either. He really doesn't. He just figures he's covering his political ass here in the United States. He has to appear to be balanced. And of course, the ideology that they apply to foreign policy is a balanced ideology. You're going to love Saturday's show. You're going to love Sunday's show. Saturday, I have Mike Duran, I told you. Absolutely brilliant. By the time I'm done with Mike Duran, he'll be on every Fox show forevermore. Like every other person I bring on. And that's a good thing. You know, that's important. And Sunday's show, for the full hour, we're going to have Senator Ted Cruz. We're going to talk about all these issues. Nobody better. And... um as well as woke Marxism, as he calls it. Woke Islamo-Nazism that's going on as well in the Middle East and elsewhere. We have some callers, Mr. Producer. I know people are waiting. Give me one. Give me a good one. Yeah. Camp Verde, Arizona. What's the uh, signal, Mr. Producer? KBTK. Mari. Maury, how are you, sir? Hello. I've been sitting Shiva, and I want to share uh, my prayer for Shiva with your audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, right God, ahead. full of compassion, who dwellest on high, grant perfect rest beneath the sheltering wings of thine divine presence among the holy pure who shine firmament. May the brightness... um, I'm trying to read... I'm sorry, I don't have my glasses on. I interrupted in the middle of a shiva prayer. Shame on me. It's all right. Uh, It's okay. There will always be another week. Give us a call next week. It's okay. It's not a big deal. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans. About a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this cause and you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service and pure talks plans start at just 20 bucks a month offering unlimited talk unlimited text more data and a mobile hotspot just go to puretalk.com slash levin l-e-v-i-n and make the switch let's rally together show our unwavering support for our veterans get the best service at the best price as well visit puretalk.com slash levin puretalk.com slash l-e-v-i-n and switch to pure talk today in less than 10 minutes it's the right move and it's the American way. The Mark Levin Show, where we fight Marxism, anti-Semitism, Islamo-Nazism. That's what we do here. And a media that endorses all of it. That supports all of it. We don't have a pro-America media. How so? How do they demonstrate it? Let's go to a caller or a three, Mr. Producer. Go ahead. 
Leonard in Mill Valley, California, the great KSFO. Go. Yes, sir. Yellow. I'm a product. I'm a result of the Depression and also of World War II. Mm-hmm. You don't get many people that have experienced personally the history that you talk about. Mm-hmm. But I have it from all positions. And I study World War II and before and even up to the present date. But, for example, you were just talking about interest rates. The interest rates used to be 6% in this country. Anything above 6% was usury. And that's why you had the mafia as collecting 10% or more on on that, and we would call loan sharks. Thank you for your call, sir. Mr. Call, Serena, this isn't really the topic of the day. It's okay. But uh, the listeners are going, where is this coming from? And I want to thank the gentleman for for his point. Uh, usury rates. 6%, of course, today is not a usury rate. It's a steal. And where do we get usury rates from, Mr. Producer? The government. The government keeps printing money. The government keeps spending. You have conservatives in the House of Representatives, Republicans who say we need to pinpoint what we're spending things on and we need to pinpoint where we're getting the money from. So they say, all right, $14.5 billion or $14.3 billion to support our friends in Israel, our allies. We don't want all this other Christmas tree ornament stuff. And Biden is actually going to veto the bill if it passes. And guess what? McConnell's against it. McConnell wants the Christmas tree with all the ornaments, as he always does. And let us be abundantly clear. The Democrat Party is a bunch of drunken Marxists. But there's a bunch of drunken, drunken sellouts in the Republican Party. And that starts with the leadership of the Republican Party. They don't believe in these independent bills anymore because they don't trust you, the conservative base. As most of you know, I have a big difference with a number of conservatives on TV and radio when it comes to Ukraine. I think we should arm Ukraine. I am very concerned about the money that's being stolen. Please, I understand that. I agree 100%. And that needs to be addressed in any bill that's passed to support Ukraine. Anyone. With all kinds of auditing activities and so forth. But I see in our own country $150 billion stolen or missing for COVID. But that doesn't stop the Democrats from spending. They don't care. Money's stolen. Money's misapplied. That meant just more, 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 more money. Well, that's what creates inflation. And then we blame it on, quote unquote, others who have to massively increase their interest rates if they're going to stay in business. Financial institutions like banks, they don't have a printing press. They don't create money. They have to pay to get money believe it or not, from the Fed. And they have to pay a certain rate. And then they put a rate on top of that rate and pass it along to you. That's why interest rates are so high. Because of the profligate spending on the fiscal side. All right, enough of that. We'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? 
This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Quasi-professional. Now the mic is on. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number is 877-381-3811. Just a reminder... Of how CNN, any of its reporters, people who work there, are pro-Hamas. That it right in the face of these atrocities, less than a week, a reporter in Israel from CNN suggests that, more than suggests, that Israel's committing war crimes. That's not journalism, that's not news. That's anti-Semitism. And most anti-Semites hate America, too, by the way. Cut 24. Go. Becky Anderson from CNN. The collective punishment of a civilian population amounts to a war crime under international law. Uh, the U.S. has warned Israel to uphold laws of war. But I just answered, Becky, you haven't heard probably their reply to ITV. And I'm quite disappointed that that's what you're asking instantaneously. Haven't you seen? You've seen. You're all there. You were all there. You've seen. So now we're starting with the rhetoric about uh, 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 war crimes. Really? Truly? Truly? With respect, what do you mean? With respect, Truly? You see, I just said that Israel abides by international law, operates by international law. Every operation is secured and covered and reviewed legally. With all due respect, I truly believe that this comes totally out of context. Now, here is CNN yesterday. Wolf Blitzer. Man, talk about Wolf Blitzer. Am I allowed to do that, Mr. Producer? Here he goes again, Wolf Blitzer, with Democrat Jason Crow. Listen to this question from Wolf Blitzer and the answer that he's obviously searching for cut five go so are you concerned congressman that israel isn't doing enough to avoid civilian casualties you hear that that's his drumbeat wolf blitzer are you concerned that israel isn't doing enough to avoid civilian casualties it's disgusting it's shocking it's grotesque and of course he's supported by corporate CNN. He's supported by Soros's Media Matters. He's supported by Dan Abrams' Mediaite. He's supported by the radical leftists that run something called the Daily Beast. That is, the corrupt Democrat Party media agrees with him. 
and agrees with the pattern of questions that this man asks. Hey, uh, are you concerned that Israel isn't doing enough to avoid civilian casualties? Now, you know what, Wolf? I'm concerned that Joe Biden isn't doing enough to avoid civilian casualties on our border. I don't know. I think 100,000 dead Americans, certainly in big part due to the open border and fentanyl coming into our country, that tells me he's not concerned about avoiding civilian casualties. What do you think about that one, Wolf? He doesn't think anything about it. It's not a Biden administration talking point, and that's what he burps up. Start from the top, please. Cut five, go. So are you concerned, Congressman, that Israel isn't doing enough to avoid civilian casualties? I've been calling for a humanitarian pause here because I think we need time to assess the right way to destroy Hamas. Now listen to this uh, that- guy. Does, does he sound like a soldier to you, Mr. Producer? Does he sound like a military strategist? No, he sounds like an idiot congressman. I've been calling for a humanitarian Who the hell is Jason Crow? Nobody knows, but they cherry-picked Jason Crow because Jason Crow is saying what these phony journalists believe. Jason Crow was chosen by CNN executives, by Wolf Blitzer, because he's a patsy for the Biden administration, and he doesn't want Israel to win. Anybody who wants a ceasefire when Israel has made the advances it's made at great cost to its own people, when Israel is actually on the offensive and winning, now we need a ceasefire. Does that sound right to you, America? In the military of a war, in the middle of a military operation in a war. Does it sound right in a basketball game or a baseball game? Hey, wait a minute. We need a humanitarian ceasefire here. So we can figure out how Israel can destroy Hamas the right way. Oh, there's a right way? What's the right way? This is sick. And I want to remind you, there's not another country on the face of the earth that has to deal with this. Why is it that the American media and the Democrats, one and the same, think that they have the authority to tell a sovereign nation on how to fight a war? Well, Mark, after all, we do give Israel $3.4 billion. We give NATO countries more than that. We don't tell France and Germany, everybody else, if they're in a war, this is how you fight it. But why is it viewed that the Jews can be talked to this way and Israel can be talked this way by some know-nothing backbencher fraud congressman? On this Hamas supporting CNN. Go ahead. Corridors. I think we should allow uh, for the flow of refugees from North Gaza into South Gaza, and there should be a, a more uh, a sustained. All right, enough for you, moron. So Joe Biden's at a fundraiser because he has his priority, right? Mark Lovin. We had a catastrophe, ladies and gentlemen. Our circuit blew up. Therefore, everything went out. Everything went black with a fantastic engineering crew and a fantastic producer, executive producer, Rich Cementa, who's also an engineer. But I want to thank all the folks at Westwood One. 
But the circuit blew up. Now, I've been doing this 21 years, and that's never happened before. First time. So I didn't want you to think my head hit the table and I was gone. Or that somebody broke in and did their best. No, no. And so for all the affiliates down the line and all the sponsors, but most of all, for all of you, I want to thank you. (laughs) What did they play, Mr. Producer? A best of or something? Yesterday's show was great, particularly my discussion about Wolf Blitzer, I thought, don't you? Yes. Uh, So anyway, I want to apologize to you folks, even though there was nothing I could do. I was sitting here, and for at least 30 seconds, I was talking to myself. But the circuit blew up. I don't think it's anything nefarious. Uh, And uh, that's why we want to go all electric all the time, right, Mr. Producer? Now, do we still have contact with our call screener? Or is he gone? Mr. Call Screener, are you well? All right. Well, give us a couple of great callers. They deserve it. They've been sitting there if, they, if there's anybody left. Yeah. Haverford, PA. Mike, WPHT, you're the first caller since after the catastrophic circuit breaker breaker. Go right ahead. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. All I knew was I, I was still on hold. I didn't want to hang up and call again because I knew it was, I was going to get on. But I, my phone was still, the, the minutes were still going, so I knew something was going to be, you guys are still there. But anyway, Mark, here's, here's, just, here's my theory that, you know, you know all this stuff is crazy that's going on. The only way we can make a change is in the White House. And, and then the, only, the thing that concerns me is, is the only reason they won the election last time is because they stole it. So do we have people there to overlook this so it doesn't get stolen again? I have no idea. I mean, they agree. That's the only you know, it's interesting. Do. Before the last election, and I don't want to bring back all the audio and so forth, I kept saying out loud over and over and over again, and quite frankly, uh, to lawyers for uh, President Trump, I kept saying we need an entire or you need an entire legal infrastructure covering every state with a centralized emergency office, perhaps in Washington, uh, get this organized because I'm reading here and I read it on the air that the Democrat Party, these guys, Mark Elias and others, were trying to litigate their way into the Oval Office, change the voting systems. Look, I don't know about actual fraud, but I know when you change a voting system to help a Democrat, it's hard to overcome that. And so, um, unfortunately, that wasn't done. Hopefully, it'll be done this time. But how would I know? I don't work for the campaign. I don't work for any of the candidates. I don't work for President Trump. But uh, if everybody doesn't know by now who's running for president on the Republican side that they need to button this up, uh, I don't know what it's going to take to educate them. What's your next point, quickly? I know. Well, the question is, it's just that he... Why would it? Why would he? Why would he have lost the election? He, he did a great All job. Right, next caller. I already you know? answered this question. You know, my wife tells me I don't have any patience. Is that true, Mister Producer? He says I have plenty. <laughs> You've been with me a long time. I'm not that bad, am I? Seriously. Now and then, uh, yes, I'm not. Who to whom shall I speak? Braca, 870, the great KRLA, where we are live and national. The answer. What's the question? Go right ahead. Yes, Mark. um, 
Firstly, I'd like to thank my Christian brothers and sisters for their unrelenting support of Israel. Amen. The International Red Cross. The International what? A little louder, Mr. Producer. The International Red Cross. Red Cross. Yes. Yes. Red Cross. Red Cross. What are they doing? The the mission of the International Red Cross is to go in... And now, the International Red Cross cannot send its people into uh, into that war zone because they'll become uh, hostages overnight. Overnight. They'll become hostages. I wouldn't want them to send anybody in there. I have a better idea. Let the Palestinians get out and go to Egypt, but Egypt won't allow it. So there you are. Yes. Mm, yellow, did I silence way. you with my genius? What? No, no, no. I'm sorry. We, we must have a bad connection still. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I am just hoping that uh, the the hostages are still alive, and um, you know, you're talking are you about talking babies. about the hostages in Afghanistan or in uh, Gaza. No, the hostages in in Gaza held ah. by Hamas. Mm-hmm. Well, I guarantee you, several of them probably been murdered by now. I guarantee you several of them have been probably been murdered by now. Many of them probably IDF soldiers, many of them young women who they brutally raped. Um, people who need their medication if they have diabetes or they have other problems, heart disease, that aren't getting their medicines, intentionally so. Uh, what do you do with a baby that you kidnap who needs mother's milk or some kind of milk and diaper changes and so forth? So these, uh, these rat bastards... Uh, I have no doubt that some, if not many, of the hostages are dead. And, of course, they'll blame it on Israel. And, of course, the Democrat Party in America, CNN and the others, will blame it on Netanyahu, who they hate even more than Hamas. There, I kind of summed it up. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back. I promise if I have to get an orange juice can and a string, I'll do it. I want to salute all you heroes. God has blessed me with this audience. You are fantastic. And we'll be back tomorrow, circuit breaker and all.